0: As a woman, at this time of the feminine rising, how do you claim your authentic voice and get the inner confidence to stand up for what you believe in and to advocate for yourself? Our guest today is Kim O'Neill, who helps heart-centered women who feel like they've really lost themselves to reclaim their authentic, vibrant self and feel empowered again, Join us to find out more. Soul Nectar Show, the Soul
1: Nectar Show. You're invited, delighted, to discover who you are. Anything is possible if you believe. So
0: join us on this beautiful journey. Soul Nectar Show, Soul Nectar Show. Well, hello, and welcome, everybody, to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird, and I love these conversations week after week where we gather around the campfire together and we share our stories of connection to that which is bigger than us, to the great mystery beyond the veil. And I always know that everything is always perfect. And so as we head into this wonderful interview today with my good friend, Kim, You know, what's really rising is the feminine. What's really rising is the really big importance of us standing in our truth and our power as women, grounding down into our hips and that root chakra area and really owning our power and speaking our truth and being courageous enough to advocate for ourselves, And I'll just out myself because Kim already knows, but I had an incident this morning uh, on the way to deliver books to the post office. Um, People had ordered signed copies of Intermedicine. I was so happy I was delivering it. And I left my neighborhood on a street and I guess I got in front of the wrong police officer who decided I was in his way. And he was very impatient and arrogant. And then he started intimidating me and he drove a foot from my back bumper for a whole mile. And I, Used to really get afraid when somebody would do that. I would feel fear inside my body. And I'd want to like speed up to get out of this person's way so they could just make way for this person to just go away from me. Don't hurt me. Don't harm me. I just like, I just want to get away from this scary man. And instead today I just went, oh, it's like that. How about if I slow down? And I slowed down and I stood in my power inside my car And I felt his negative projections, because you guys know I'm psychic, I'm a healer. I felt all that impatience and arrogance and intimidation that he was trying to like force on me to get me to get out of his way or mind his authority. And I just slowed down even more until I was practically going 15 miles an hour in a 30. And eventually he turned off to the left because he got tired of that because he really couldn't pull me over for anything. He was not in the right. And I really felt good with myself because I stood up for myself. And I drove to the police station and I reported his behavior. And I said, I'm a 53-year-old woman. I'm done with misogynistic treatment towards women. I'm tired of men that need badges to feel empowered and then exert their authority in arrogant ways on the people that they're here to protect and serve. And as a servant myself, I really feel that deeply. There is a matter of integrity with serving the public. So we're coming into this conversation with, I think, a beautiful example of what it means for a woman to stand in her power and to say, no, no, that's not okay with me. Not from a helpless victim space like he is the perpetrator, but no, that's not okay with me. You need to learn how to treat me the right way. And I expect you to do it. And I expect you to learn and evolve and grow because we're done with that now on the planet. And there's a whole lot of other conversations on the planet and Kim and I are going to get into this where we need to say no now and stand in our full power and say no to the old. And hey, here's a new way. We're going to open up some respect for the feminine and the planet and the animals and the plants and all of life. So I am really excited about how spirit opened the door to this conversation. I can have some gratitude for that police officers triggering you know a realization in me that I need to stand in my power and that this is a time to self-advocate and that that is the the feminine rising and that is our time on the planet now to stand in our power and speak our voices and say no to the abuse and I'm so excited that Kim is going to join me Kim O'Neill is a friend for many years and I'm so grateful for all the work that Kim does in the world she provides authentic confidence coaching and custom meditations for strong, heart-centered women who feel like they've lost themselves and would really love to reclaim their authentic, vibrant self, feel empowered again, and learn how to self-lovingly move forward. Kim has hosted the Every Day is a New Day show for years now, years and years. I don't know how many years it is. You have to tell us. But like, it's an award-winning show. She's a three-times Amazon best-selling author, She's certified by two amazing programs. And also, she specializes in law of attraction and interview skills. She's a Reiki master. She's a former crime analyst. So, she totally understands a police connection. And she's the creator of the Let Your Light Shine movement. And Kim believes that when you shine, our world shines. And it's time for women to shine, isn't it, Kim? It's time for women to shine. Absolutely. Carrie, I love the
1: way that. Your prior experience really opens the door for us to have this conversation today. And I know not everyone got to uh, hear some of your reaction to what took place. I was present for that before we started recording here, but I totally, I just want to applaud you again (laughs) for the way that you have really brought in this grounded, I'm going to say professional, respectful, but self-honoring aspect of, of yourself and of women as a whole as you responded to the situation that took place and really stood up for yourself, I think that that's where we're all coming to. And so, you know, all the women out there who are are listening to this and thinking, yes, that's where I want to be, you know, that I know that that's going to be a, a stronger representation of who I am, but maybe I'm, I'm still finding my way there. I want to say, keep going. You will get there. It, it's, it's a process. And I love knowing that that tide is turning and more and more women are standing in, not only in their power and owning their authentic self, but being their leaders, the leaders that they they are. Uh, you don't have to have any sort of title to be a leader. Simply standing in your power and owning what's authentic and right for you, you are being a light and a leader for others. And I wanna say that in the scenario you experienced today, you were also being a teacher for that officer. And uh, you did it in a very respectful way, I believe. So kudos to you.
0: Yeah, thank you. You know, Kim, and I want to say to your point about everyone listening, it's like if you're feeling like, gosh, I'd like to have, you know, that same empowerment, Kim and I have known each other for at least like seven years, something like that, like a really long time. And I can say for myself, I can't speak for you, Kim, but I know for myself, I was not in my power when I I met you. I was just beginning my journey. I was all peace, love, hippie, light, you know, like just kind of dancing around on a sun cloud, you know, with rainbows. But I wasn't like grounded in my power on the earth. But I was super fun, you know, and it was sweet. But I wasn't like in my voice. But doing the shadow work and doing the work that I know you do with your clients, because I saw Kim today and I was like, Kim, how long has it been since I've seen you? Because, oh, my Lord, woman, you are deep in your wisdom. I can feel it in you. It's so exciting. And I was telling her, I was like, oh my God, it feels so good to be around you right now because I can feel you deep in your power. And so it's like that take the journey, right? Take the journey, recognize like if you're, if you're feeling like, gosh, I wish I could have done that, but I would be terrified. That's a journey, right? Kim, like it's a journey to claim your power. What was your journey like? Tell us a little bit about your journey, your power.
1: My journey, it's, it's, that's the key word. And I think that it's a journey that as long as you choose to be on it, you're going to Continue to be in that process, right? Because I completely agree with you. Like, I I can see the differences in both of us as well from then to now. And oh my goodness, how much more are we going to grow into it in the next, you know, one, two, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years still to come? I don't believe that we ever stop growing. My journey, it started with simply knowing that. I'm supposed to be doing something more. I'm passionate. I'm very purpose-driven. And how do I get there? And so simply starting by saying yes to that, the essence of that, not really knowing fully what it was going to look like and it's continuing to unfold, but I have a much stronger, uh, I have more clarity today about what that looks like and where I'm headed. And so simply starting with knowing that there's something more and then also learning through the journey that, oh my gosh, so much of this has to do with healing and releasing things that no longer serve and being able to recognize people and situations in that way. And that was hard because a lot of these things were like things that are deeply rooted into my past and, and how I was raised and who I grew up with and things that you think are fixed and are never supposed to go and leave. And you realize, okay, that was part of my foundation and the background that I'm coming from. And I'm choosing who I am today and what, what serves me now from this point in time. We get to choose every day. You know, that's, every day is a new day. That's the name of my show. And it, it's a true statement for literally every moment of our life. And the fact that I can say that does not mean that it's an easy process. It's a process. And so I think that's really key. For anybody listening today going, okay, yeah, this sounds really great. And that's freaking hard. You, you know, you mean this person who... Is continually a thorn in my side, and yet is maybe a relative or yet is any sort of fixed person in your life, someone that's always been there or a situation that's always been there. You mean I'm supposed to make a decision to completely release that, to completely let that go? That may be the answer for you. Or maybe it's simply a complete transformation of how you perceive the situation. And you know, that that takes a lot of inner work, a lot of shifting, a lot of healing how you see yourself, how you see the world, how you see that other person, what are the lessons built within that. There's so many elements that factor into you reclaiming who you are, where you want to be, what does it mean to be who you are in the world, to stand in your power, and allowing yourself to be on that journey. Because the easy answer is to say, yes, I want all that, but no, it's too hard and that hurts but what hurts more? Staying in the old and what's really uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but yet comfortable because you're used to it or going through that process, allowing yourself to transform all of that so that you can have greater comfort and joy and be open to new expansion and new things to come into your life because that has deeper meaning for you. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, pick, pick your pain,
0: pick your poison, you know? I love that. Well, I, yeah, I love that you talk about every day is a new day because that gets at something that's really close to my own heart, which is spider medicine. And, you know, women have amazing spider medicine. We are always telling stories and weaving webs, right? And we can weave any web we want and a lot of the webs that we weave with our words are actually disempowered webs because we're using the words that were given to us by the patriarchal conditioning, by the mm-hmm. systems we grew up in, by the religion we grew up that told us that women are shameful and, you know, bad and don't touch that part down there. By the way, that's a doorway to all your power, so please touch it. Touch it a lot. Give it pleasure. Okay. So, you know... We need to actually step into our power, but the voices in our heads are the things that keep us from stepping into our power, right? Because, and then we tell our own stories on ourselves after a while. Like we tell the stories, like we're so trained that we'll box ourselves into a cage with our stories and we don't even see it. And one of the major ways we do that is by repeating all the stories that cause disempowerment, right? Talk about that because that's how we perceive things is everything, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the hardest elements for us because when you think that
1: a story is fixed, then it's easy to not even look at that as an area to transform, right? We look at all the other stuff. And so you may only see the healing of what is, but you may not realize, well, wait a second. If I even start to retell the story, then that makes the healing component easier too and lighter. And so you talked about shadows at the very beginning of our conversation here. And that's a big part of it is looking at all of these things. There's very few things that are fixed. And again, I'm not saying any of this is, is super easy, but when you open that door to saying, okay, how can this be easier? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? What could be another way to look at this situation?
0: Like even with today's thing, right? I could have looked at it as a victim I could have looked at him like he's my perpetrator and I need to go tell on him. And part of me wanted to do that, transparent, right? That have that part of me that reacted and I had to sit and be with myself. So what do you recommend? Like when people, like awareness, right? Being, coming aware of that voice that feels triggered and processing the trigger, which is a shadow work, right? Absolutely. So what I love about this, so
1: this is something I haven't talked a whole lot about yet but I, I it comes up and I'm glad it came up here the victim aspect. So I think that everything is a process. So, so many of us, you know, if you've been in uh, personal development and healing work and all this stuff, there's this whole thing about don't be a victim. And I agree with that. And when you're feeling, I think everything, so many things where you feel um, something's inflicted upon us, it starts with that. And I want to say, I want to say it's okay to feel that in the moment that you're feeling it. You need to feel what you're feeling because then that opens the door to, okay, I recognize what I'm feeling and now what's the new decision I'm gonna make about it? So don't shame yourself for feeling the victim feelings at all. You've been doing the work, you've been growing and learning and now you get to use your tools. But if you're not even recognizing what you're feeling at all, which tends to be some form of victimness, then you're not gonna be able to move into the next phases of things, right? There, you may have the bypassing or just completely ignoring things and now it's trapped in your shadow. If you feel it, you feel it let that be. And one thing I, I don't think you said it specifically, but what I heard is you were telling the story about the officers behind me. And I'm feeling you mentioned something about maybe anxiety or right. All those the emotions that come up. I know I've had that in my past too, when I have an officer behind me, what I heard is you, this is how I interpret what you said. What I heard is you took a moment <laughs> to, I'm going to say, breathe through it. Our breath is so freaking powerful. And so what I recommend is for when you're in that moment of feeling whatever emotions, victimness, whatever's showing up for you. Oh, you said slow down. That's what you said. You talked about pausing and slowing down. And to me, that can come through our breath. So when you take a moment to pause and go, okay, I'm feeling this and I'm going to breathe through it. I also visualize. So I look at where am I feeling it in my body? I slow down. And I take slow, deep breaths, and as I'm doing that, wherever I was feeling that intense emotion, I visualize it being dissipated. I visualize it being released, and then I call in whatever I want to call in. It. Maybe it's more white light. Maybe it's you know love. May- whatever it is that I want to call in, I want to feel more of right now and fill that within my body. of these things that can sound so simple and yet is so powerful that has the ability to help shift us from i'm feeling like a victim to nope i'm that powerful woman who's now standing in my power and maybe there was a time when other we're all teachers for each other but um we're all students and teachers but there may be some moments where we feel like everyone else is maybe ahead of us or maybe has more authority or something above us right and no there are moments and situations in life where Nope, It's this is the opportunity for you to be the teacher, for you to be the leader. And that is also what I saw coming through your experience is, you know, we may start with, oh, this is how I've experienced this anxiety-ridden, you know, type of situation in the past. And who am I today? No, I'm not powerful woman. And this is not okay. And I'm going to choose how I respond to this today. And I think it's beautiful because we are in the space of the feminine rising of uh, women standing more in their power and of others who have not recognized that or others who may be still in the process of, of needing to witness more of that in the world so that they can step into it. It's time for all those who've been doing that work. To be that light, to be that leader, to help others in their own transformational work. Because we're all uh, doing that these days on some level, whether it be conscious or not.
0: (laughs) So much, you know, and the thing is, this is why regular shadow work is really helpful. Because I always look at my shadows, because I have awareness, because I always slow down with myself. I slow down with myself. I mean, I slow down in the car today, but I always slow down with myself too. I slow down. I take a look at it. I'm like, what's going on right now? Oh, I'm in fight or flight. Oh, okay. What's going on right now? Oh, anger. Okay oh, why am I angry? Because this is the same kind of disrespectful behavior I got for 20 years in my marriage, right? Like push, 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 push. And I was like, okay, that's that. Okay, that's a trigger. Breathe through that. Okay. And that's what's happening in the cars. I'm like driving 15 miles an hour. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Okay, I see that. All right. I feel his energy. That's what that is. I remember that feeling. I remember that feeling in my body and I didn't like it and I don't like it now. And it's like bringing ourselves through that process, right, Kim? You did, that is such a
1: beautiful explanation of you not abandoning yourself in that situation. That is so freaking beautiful because in those moments, if we have most of our energy taking place up in our head, right. Or in our throat, like, what do I say now? I'm freaking out right now. What if this officer pulls me over and I don't know what to say or, Oh no, I can't even think right now. What do I do? Just right. Like you're just kind of like, encapsulated in this moment of there's an officer behind me I'm still driving I'm kind of getting tunnel vision now and I don't know what to do that is a very common experience and the more we do that shadow work drop deeper into our body allow ourselves to feel our emotions and then I love how you identified the specific emotions I think that's a very key area for a lot of women you know how do you feel today oh great i mean there doesn't have to be anything wrong with that answer i feel great but I really want to encourage all women to start to be able to use feeling words. You know what? I'm feeling really grounded today. Today, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling strong. You know, I, I think I'm going to do some, I'm going to spend some time just being present with myself today. I really want to take a few more moments to just uh, enjoy my day today. You know, I use more feeling words to really describe what's going on with you so that you can drop more into your heart, into your body. And own what's taking place within you because that's where the, the transformation can happen. That's where
0: greater confidence can, can sink in, root into who you, you know, into your body, your energy. Yeah, I love all that. It's true. And the more that we feel our feelings and identify them, that's actually the pathway forward. And you guys have heard me talk about this. The reptilian brain is all reactionary, the reptilian brain is reactionary, it's based in survival. Okay, so like a lot of people are in the reptilian brain on the planet <laughs> and we all have one, right? So what we had to do is learn to work through it with, with knowing that that exists into the limbic brain. The limbic brain has the story and the emotion, right? So we got to move through the limbic brain to feel the story that's being told and the emotion that comes up and acknowledge it and become aware of it, right? That way we can move through both of those brains into the frontal cortex where our reasoning is. And you might be the only one that has higher reasoning in that moment. Like this officer was in his reptilian and his limbic brain. He was not in frontal, He was not in reason. He was in, in his frontal cortex. And so, people like that, when they're not in their frontal cortex, you cannot expect them to be um, respectful. You know, you can't expect them to have compassion or have their heart open because they're in reaction. They're in emotion. And so, one of the things to do is to slow it down. I really am advocating that for everyone. We all need to slow it down, right? We need to slow it down because we actually need to have more self-awareness rather than step over things. Like when I started this call with Kim, you guys don't know this, but I told her right off. I said, listen, I really want today to be about you. And if this story serves great, but, but this is what's up in my space. I need you to know in case you detect something with me, that's what's going on. I still have some, I've been shaking it off, but I still have some residual feeling from this encounter I just had. And I told her a little bit about it, you know, just to give her, bring her up to speed. But Kim, how did that help you that I did that? Because your feeling senses are super activated, right? So how did that help you that I told you that?
1: Well, it first off, I mean, so I'm a former crime analyst. I spent eight years working in public safety, fire department, and and police department. So first thing it showed me is, okay, we've got some sort of synchronicity going on here. The fact (laughs) that she's having this experience with an officer, uh, and I have experience with that myself and then just the whole your whole reaction and and I, you know, let me rephrase that your whole response very mindful response of how you responded to the situation to me this is the inner ground level work of how to reclaim and own who you are get present with what's going on in your body who are you you know and what serves you what doesn't serve you being mindful of that right It's the experience served as a fantastic example for us to use throughout today's conversation. And that's what's shown up and I, and I love it. And so, and so for all of our listeners today who are in this process of reclaiming, reowning who they are, if you're in that space of going, you know what, I used to know who I am, but I'm not quite sure right now, begin with what's going on with you internally, your emotions, what gets triggered, what shows up. And start to be mindful about, okay, do I like what I'm feeling or not? If you don't, your choice, the decision to set an intention and say, you know what? Okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. I'm feeling sad right now. I'm feeling angry right now. Okay, great. Feel that. And now what would you like to replace that with? Simply start to make that shift. Call in greater clarity. You know, as you release what doesn't serve, then you know what, I choose to bring in greater clarity on knowing who I am. Start to be more in tune with those little subtle nuances of what's taking place within you, what do you desire? And as you move through that, you're going to have greater and greater clarity of who you are, who you want to become, all of it, right? There's there's the becoming, the unbecoming, I don't care what you call it. I don't, you know, finding yourself, reclaiming yourself, I really don't care. To me, it's about what's true for you in this moment. When you make that decision to choose what feels right for you, you're not only helping yourself heal, not only helping yourself become more in tune with those subtle nuances of what's going on within you, but you're helping others to shift as well. So Carrie, the fact you never even spoke to that officer today, and yet your response Absolutely. And you know, this, you know, had a ripple effect on him in some capacity and you may never know what that is. And yet you doing your work always impacts someone else in a positive way and positive, positive ways does not always mean, oh, this is a pleasant experience. But when we're choosing to say, okay, what's going on and what do I want to learn from this? What do I want to take away from this? What do I choose to bring into this? because you are that powerful. Every single woman, every single man, every single being alive has that power and it's simply starting to make that shift. And what are you believing for yourself? Don't allow I want to encourage everyone around, you know, don't allow other people to make those decisions for you. Don't don't allow them to decide, you know, well this is who you are, so therefore that's who you always need to be. And that's how you always need to show up. It was a huge, 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 huge decision for me to claim my authenticity and say, you know what? It does not serve me to continue to to work in a traditional, to work in an office where I'm not able to utilize my skills to the best of my ability. It served a purpose at the time that I accepted the position and I was able to g- learn and grow through it. And the time has come for me to make a new decision. And as I step into this, I was already a coach when I was still working as a crime analyst, but as I made the decision to okay, I'm going to do coaching full-time now and I'm going to do more of my podcast. And oh, wow, I'm I'm moving into learning more about healing modalities and spirituality. And oh my goodness, it's time for me to start talking about that on social media. What are all the people who only think of me as either a crime analyst or as only this family member who's had um, other situations in my life and they only see me from one angle? What is that going to do to how people see me Uh, just right all of it there can be a lot of fear and anxiety that shows up with that and how does it serve you to continue to stay locked into a bubble of someone else's perception that may not serve who you are in this moment bottom line it doesn't serve you you get to make that choice and make that transition and so i just want to encourage everyone to you know allow themselves to step into that space of being brave enough to reclaim who they authentically are because again when you are shining, standing your authenticity, you are shining even brighter. And that helps our world shine brighter and remind everyone else that they too have permission to be more of who they authentically are in the world.
0: I love that. And, you know, and it's about really advocating for yourself, not just accepting things as they are, status quo. Well, that's just the way it is. That's just how police officers are. That's just how people are. That's just exactly. how. No, it's like that doesn't have to be that way. And I want to also say, like, what I did wasn't about him. That's the other thing that people need to understand is that I didn't go there to get him in trouble. I went there because I needed to advocate for myself from my power to go into the, quote, authority and to reframe it for them that they're not an an authority in the sense of intimidating the public. They're there to protect and serve the public and to really assert that from my core, that that's how I view them. That was why I did that. It wasn't so this guy gets in trouble. I don't really care what happened to him, whatever. He's got his, you know, life is teaching him. I don't need to do anything with him. But what I needed to do was assert for myself and be witnessed in that. And, and we actually, I actually, the police called like right at the beginning of the call just to call me back. And Kim was like, no, oh, it's okay. Take the call. And it was great because I get a chance to be heard and witnessed by his superior officer, and say, hey, this was not okay with me. I'm a 53-year-old woman, you know, and really express myself, right? That's what's important It's the expressing of it. It's the pushback. It's the, no, it's not okay with me. I'm standing in my power. This is how I want to be treated. And we as women need to stand up and say, that's not okay with me. We don't have to yell it. We don't have to scream. We don't have to take a knife. We just have to say, hey, it's not okay with me. I want to be treated like this instead. This is the vibration I want.
1: Yeah, Carrie, and you did that so beautifully. I think that that's, that's a really key point to make is that it's not about, um, oh, I'm, I'm directly teaching this other person, right? Or I'm going to, um, you know, punish this other person. It's not about the other person. It's never about the other person. It's about us and what's true for us. And there are a lot of women in the world, you know, who, we, it's not uncommon to come from the space of, well, I don't want to be mean. And I don't want to, you know, I don't, maybe I don't want to get him in trouble or I don't want to right? you. There's things you don't do. You don't speak your truth. You don't stand in your power for how you may fear that you're going to infringe on somebody else. And yet when there are certain moments, and I think I, I want to say, I think it's good to assess, wait, does this next action serve me or not? Right? Yes. Ask yourself that question. And if you re- realize that, By not doing something, you're actually infringing on yourself. (laughs) You're actually not standing in your power and your truth. You're closing down your voice because you're not speaking up for yourself. And that's your cue to go, okay, yeah, I think it is right for me to take this next action. And the other thing, you know, because I got to hear you respond to the phone call and I thought you did it so wonderfully you know Carrie didn't show up on the phone call saying yeah i'm really angry or you know i i'm just she didn't go off expressing all this frustration or whatever she simply stated the facts she owned who she was and i'm going to you know Carrie i heard you say you know i'm an intuitive and, and you were so matter-of-fact calm and grounded with it you stated who you were what happened and how can i help now i, I mean be, right you just continued to move with it you weren't trying to prove anything you weren't trying to force anything. You simply were being present in who you are, standing in your truth, what you expressed. And the door was open for a conversation, basically. And um I think it was an excellent example for all women. I
0: think it was perfect for this conversation because that's what we're talking about. That's what that's the work that you do, Kim, is empowering women to use their voices in an authentic way. And I want to say like Even if I had vented, even if that was the case, right? Say I really screwed it up and I really vented. I used to vent all the time, by the way, everybody. It's a process of accepting myself that's helped me not vent, you know? And so it's a process of accepting myself, helped me to process things inside. And also I know to like, I have a little telegram with my husband and I go on there. As the first place I go is like, oh my God. And I share a bunch of stuff because I know he's going to hold it in a sacred way. And then I go to the next one. Well, this is really about this. It was about this. And I process, you know, because I know he's going to witness it for me. And then he's going to send back something beautiful. And so I do have my partner, you know, in crime (laughs) that I help to help me witness things. Right. So it's important to have somebody that can be a sacred witness for you that won't actually ever like take that seriously or like or hold you accountable for it later. You said this or you said that because we all need a space to move through the layers And then that put me in a space where I realized, oh, and I hadn't even talked to him. I just left the bubbles for him. I was like, oh, okay, I know what I need to do now. I feel good. I've been heard. I know he's going to listen to it. Okay, I need to go to that police station. I need to say, hey, that's not cool with me. And I didn't fill out a report. So I knew what I needed to do. So, you know, it's a process. Sometimes it's messy. And that's okay, right, Kim? Messy is good. Messy means you're in there. You have your, as my friend Katrice Goddard says, you have your hands in the clay. You're working the clay. That's good, right? It
1: totally is, and Carrie, I love that you brought that up about about venting. And to me, the the words process and journey are very key because I want women to know that it's not about being there if you're still over here. Be where you are. It's okay when you know you're doing that work. You're figuring it out. You know, you're you're in process, and you're on you're on the path. You're getting there. And so, so what I witnessed is a woman who has been doing a lot of that work. And this is how she was able to show up in this moment because of that, and it's an ongoing journey. So it's I, yeah. I hope no one's uh, hearing me say that it's don't ever vent or, or 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 shame yourself for how things come up. But what I witnessed is someone who's who's clearly done a lot of work that she was able to show up in just a a very empowered way on that phone call, and I commend you for that.
0: Yeah, and thanks for all the work that you do, Kim, to help women show up in a power in an empowered way in their lives. I know that you have your radio show. I mean, there's like years and years and years of episodes on every day is a new day. So there's plenty of like immaterial to get started with Kim to find out more about her work. But what do you recommend? Is there anything else you wanted to offer to people as a way to get to know you better? Is there anything you want to share with the audience now? absolutely so i i have a free guided meditation called get
1: grounded and regain inner peace and it's great for people who are having those experiences that are that are leaving them very unsettled and maybe are are new to how do i move through this anxiety how do i move through this unsettledness how do i um release the things that are rattling my inner worlds because i want to show up more grounded i want to feel just simply more peaceful internally so that i can be more of myself in the world and uh, so i invite them to definitely check out my website go to kimonialcoaching.com and they can uh, download that that meditation i also offer custom meditations which you know i haven't been using this term a lot but i'm going to share it with you today i really feel there's some channeling going on Carrie. And I I freaking love it. So yeah, these, these custom meditations that I'm doing with clients are very powerful and, uh, really also further support the client in what's going on with you specifically in this moment. And let's help you move through that and then bring in more of what you desire and really own that energy. So yeah, I definitely invite them to work with me, uh, through meditations and coaching and the meditations are a great way to kind of warm up to coaching for those that are new and and maybe not sure if coaching is right for them yet just yet.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, I think people should um, pursue uh, coaching, especially since a lot of therapists are backlogged right now. And what the heck, give it a try, you know, do a little out of pocket and see if a session works. I can tell you it works a lot faster sometimes, right? When you use these alternative methods combined with some really good skills. So look up Kim. I recommend everybody check her, check out her podcast. I'll put a link below to the meditation and please like subscribe, share, comment. We want to hear from you. What did you think about this episode? How did it resonate? What touched you? What opened you? Uh, what brought you alive today? And what do you want to do with it? Yeah. Share with us and we're going to give kisses now. So Kim, we're the support. We give kisses. Here they come everybody. We love you so much. Here's kisses all right guys thanks for being on the show kim thank you carrie see you guys next time on soul nectar show bye for now if you found even one gold nugget in this episode of soul nectar show will you do us a favor will you subscribe like and share this episode maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it we really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show Soul
1: Take a so sip I'm from the chip shop and let her From the source of who you are